state of us tuned in and stay with us as we discuss all these crazy things hope you enjoy all of what we bring state of us tuned in and stay with us Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of State of Us. It is Alana, Lauren, and Tiara. Hope you are having a good day, whether you are working, you're off, you're resting. I just hope you're experiencing love and joy in some capacity. Um, I'm passing over to Lauren for our question to open us up. Yes, so the question I have is... Um... <laughs> Laughter. Y'all know. Okay, I was gonna say something and then it didn't it didn't, pro- it didn't process correctly. But the question I have is can you hold and heal at the same time? Yes or no? Just yes. So or this no. is a yes or no question you can answer? You can yeah, but okay, you can yeah, expand you can on answer because you could answer the answer the question earlier about goldfish. Oh you know what? Okay. <laughs> this regard what she just said. Anyway. <laughs> Do you think it is possible, though, that you can literally hoe and heal at the same time? As a yes or no question, no. We will elaborate later, but no. (laughs) I'm going to say no as well. This will be a consensus no. Interesting. And a hard no at that. Hmm. But yeah, keep that in mind, y'all. It does go to the... This question does apply to what we're talking about today, so. Okay. Well, I guess we can start with, like, I know sometimes I ask, like, how's everyone's week been going? What is one thing that made you mad this week? And what did you do to not be mad about it anymore? The thing that made me mad, I'm so mad about it, but I can't help it. But, um, uh, I just started my cycle this week, and it just is different than all the other ones so that's been making me mad just some things i cannot talk about but just know that um some some family family issues specifically got it got it (laughs) i think something that what made me mad i asked this question i don't have an idea what made me mad i don't know it wasn't so much that i was um I just get frustrated sometimes at work and just like people assigning things to individuals and not, I don't know. I don't like people giving me work who are Mm -hmm. not my direct boss. Um, Mm -hmm. And I also don't like feeling like we're not being recognized for the work we're already doing. So that was something that irritated me. But I mean, that's something to be upset about though. It's just annoying. Yeah. I'm just like, why? Why, 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 why are we doing this right now? <laughs> it's like almost the end of the week and at the end of the day on Thursday. Why are we doing this? Mm, that sounds ugly. I would have ignored that. <laughs> like, I'm only talking about I didn't get that uh, email. <laughs> and don't forward it to me. <laughs> Please. Oh I hate my boss does that. Like, we'll get an email and then he'll forward it like we just didn't get it five minutes ago. So I'm just I ignore all those emails that we get. <laughs> oh gosh. These people, these people, these people. I say a prayer before you start work every day. Like oh, for yes. real. Mm-hmm. Like for real. Please take time to meditate. Say a prayer, whatever it is. Drink your water. Like get mentally prepared. Punch to go something. To Do something. <laughs> Not to drywall. <laughs> go work out before work or after work, immediately after work. Mm-hmm. Please don't. I something I don't do is like I if I saw work to do, I'm still gonna get up at five or five thirty and go do what I need to do because no. my evening just does not stop. Like I, I'll I'll come back to my work, but I need a break. Mm-hmm. If I've been sitting here since eight thirty, I'm not gonna come back to it. If that computer is shut off, that computer is yes. shut off. Currently, my computer is like not even plugged into the mm-hmm. wall right now. <laughs> it's unplugged. Save electricity. Yes. Not gonna unplug these computers. Yes. <laughs> I don't have any work boundaries. I need to set my work boundaries better. Yeah, you have zero. <laughs> I was I was really shook the when we um hung out and you went back home from the nail salon to do something for work. And I was like, 
Is she serious right now? Is she serious? So like it was right before Super Bowl, so we had like an email potato and I and ask us to do something. And it's just like that's what I do. Like if I need to work out, I'll go work out, I'll eat dinner, and I'll come back to my work around seven thirty and finish it up. That's that's amazing. That's not me. <laughs> it's not me at all. Whatever my set schedule is, right. that's what I got done within that time frame. If right. not, we just gonna pick it back up. And I get it; it's different for like advertising because there's just other components to it. But I feel like I still would have the same boundaries that I have as far as once that computer is shut, once I'm done with my shift. Right. Bye bye. Yes. That's why I want a shift job by next job. Like mm-hmm. very simple routine shift in and out. If it could be part time, it'd be lovely. Yeah. Or even just 30 hours, it would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Just so give me 10 hours back each, yes. each week. <laughs> 30 hours, I feel like, is enough. 30 hours is enough. We're not here to talk about work, but yeah. <laughs> we can get into, I guess, whatever else you have to hear. Um, okay. Well, today we're going to talk about the question that Lauren brought up at the beginning of the episode. So we're just going to elaborate on our nose our consensus knows and maybe play around with the idea of a yes even Mm -hmm. though i don't believe you can (laughs) (laughs) but what inspired this episode again because there was something that we saw on um, social somebody said as somebody was literally talking about this and how they believe that can be a thing i can't remember who it was I can't remember who it was. I can't remember. There's this note. Yes. Okay, I, I don't know how to scroll. <laughs> but yeah, somebody was talking about how you could be a hoe, but so like respect yourself essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that brings up the question, what do you consider a hoe? Because ev- I feel like everyone has like a different definition of what a hoe is. I will say this, I think that we're all human beings and we have the right, we all have free will. Um, So we have the right to do with our bodies as we so choose. It may not always be in our best interest. Um, So if you're a grown adult having sex with a a consenting grown adult, that's your business. I'm not going to judge you for that. And I don't want to judge somebody who has, you know, who will be considered quote unquote a hoe. But my definition of what a hoe is, is somebody who is not cautious of who has access to them and they don't care about who that person is and it's just it there there's no discretion there's no No. vetting i feel like that's a good definition (laughs) (laughs) that's a good definition and no no offense to the hoes out there or if you're in that phase of life i'm a reformed hoe i don't do that behavior anymore but (laughs) So, we have what is a hoe out the way. I think you cannot hoe and heal because during your healing process, you have to cut off people's access to you. Whether that's for like a week or a month or a year, just in some part of that journey, you, you have to spend that time alone. So I feel like doing the work on yourself, but also casually having sex with somebody and accepting that energy that they give off is not beneficial to the healing process. Yeah, because I think we should say this. We don't believe sex is a bad thing or like it's a dirty thing, mm-hmm. but I do think there are confound there are reasons as to why parents encourage your kids to wait, for example, to marriage or wait till you're in a committed relationship because like to your sense, it isn't it is an energy exchange because no. you were allowing somebody to quite literally as a woman enter you. So like it's mm-hmm. it's a very sacred <clears throat> space and like you can't just it can't be to every Joe Schmo who smiles at you and calls you pretty. Yeah. Baby girl, like it's that's that's a very the bar is in hell, like if that's your standard. Unfortunately, <laughs> but um, oh, you said something. I lost the point. But yeah, you can't just let 
anybody in to your space. Lauren, you go. I don't. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I mean, just piggyback off what you said. It is very difficult to give yourself adequate amount of time in space if you're entertaining somebody else. I know a lot of people think, well, you're not, I'm not committed to this person. It's just uh, whatever situation that we have. But you're still, once again, entertaining that person. You're still giving time that could have been dedicated to yourself to somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just personally feel like the reason you're... I can't say this for everybody because I feel like everybody has a different underlining cause as to why they decide to do whatever they do. But to me, if you're hoeing, that still means you're you're hurt. You're not... Mm-hmm. Something's hurt. Yeah, you're not healing properly. You're just duct taping or trying to cover up what really is the problem. Yeah. Filling a void. Mm-hmm. And that's also an issue to me because human beings are commodities. Mm-hmm. So we can't fill in fill in, excuse me, portions of ourselves as an individual because that's not fair mm-hmm. to them. Because yeah. they didn't ask to do that. And also I think that ultimately boils down to the whole like you know, being in a relationship. Being somebody's boo thing, like, like all that stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, for women, it's like, they complete you, and I really have I had to learn, like, that phrase was very off, and it's not mm-hmm. right, and I was thinking to myself, sometimes, like, it's, that's inappropriate, because that's not what an individual should ever do, you should already, you're already a complete whole human being before you met them, and you will be after if you guys break up, or whatever, but I guess compliment, it's the best word for that. Yeah, because it should be too whole individuals coming together yeah. not two halves coming together and you expect that other person to feel certain things in your life because when that person leaves or if that relationship doesn't work out now you're just in shambles <laughs> because mm-hmm. they were your support for whatever you were using them for in that in those areas of your life and that can be very dangerous it can be dangerous to your, your mental health but also mm-hmm. it hurts another person as well yeah. <clears throat> but Laura, I think your point is like you're duct taping and putting bandages on the real issue. Not fixing it. Yeah, not fixing it. I think that also goes to people like there was a period who go from talking to people to talking to people to like trying to date or like that was there was a period in my life where I was doing that and I couldn't sit with myself and realize what the issue was and realize that like now I can say it like I was just very insecure. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was, like, I think I'm, because I wasn't the girl anybody wanted to date in middle school or high school. And so I'm, like, now that I'm in college, I'm just, like, oh, they're, like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not in college, but, like, because I was older or whatever. And it's just, like, I really accepted nothing yeah. just for an ounce of attention. Mm-hmm. And that, I think I've, that's been something that's been really hard for me to accept. Because, like, I think I was accepting for a long time of the ways in which I've not been a good girlfriend or not, you know. Not mm-hmm. I wasn't being fair to others, but I had never really sat and thought about how I wasn't being fair to myself by what I was accepting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I have thought about what I've done to other people, and that... Hurts. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. And so... It's like, it's, it's easier for me to forgive what other people have done to me, but it's really hard for me to forgive myself for what I did to other people. Mm-hmm. And so being kind of, and I'm, I'm still like currently working through that today <laughs> because just being in, uh, and it's weird because if I can forgive other people, why can't I give that same forgiveness to myself? Yeah. And so just sitting in that space, it does bring a lot of emotions up mm-hmm. that I have been covering in my reasoning <laughs> for hoeing in the past has just been I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. So I just turned them off. And when I wanted to feel something, I would have sex. So now having all that on again and thinking just about past things and what have happened, I'm like, dang, that is a lot. (laughs) It's like a truck of emotion because 
you don't when you do that when you bandage a situation you it's still there it didn't go away it doesn't disappear it's still there and whenever you get into a space where you're ready to heal from that and deal with it it's gonna come back up it didn't go anywhere it didn't disappear yeah awesome that's thank you for sharing that because that's a good point and i think that attachments are very hard for people to like acknowledge attachments soul ties Mm -hmm. (laughs) those are very real things right and i think that i think as women we just have to be more scrupulous of who is in our orbit and who we entertain like not everybody's your phone number not everybody needs um to text you not everybody needs to like i just i don't know just have access to you in in any and all ways yeah but yeah i think that this episode will be short because I think it's like it's straight into the point like no you can you, really, <laughs> it's a no. you cannot it's a no like you can't do that and not only for your like most importantly for yourself and your own self esteem and your own sense of worth and your own goals but also for like a potential future partner you can't just keep doing that whether that is you being quote unquote a hoe or you being somebody who bounces from relationship to relationship Mm -hmm. like it's you're you're never really you're avoiding self you're avoiding sitting with yourself Mm -hmm. i know this is controversial but you hoeing or going from relationship to relationship to relationship you're not gonna find the person you want to be with or the person you're looking for Mm -hmm. by doing that nope because you're just you're you're not giving yourself that time to sit with yourself and really Mm -hmm. figure out who am i as a person so now i can vet better about who will compliment me better and who I can work with and live with and go through life with. Right. And you're also not thinking, okay, what, like doing the inner work of what can I grow in? Mm. It's just like, it, it, I don't know. I feel like it's something that should click for most people at this age of like 23 to 26. Like it should click. But for mm. some reason, it it's doesn't. not clicking for people. It doesn't. So what is... What do you feel like the age is to not do quote-unquote hoish behavior anymore? I want to say 30. And I say that because that's just me being generous to people. Because I know, I know like from your teenage years all the way until your 20s, I know a lot of people are trying to figure out who they are, trying to figure yeah. out what it is they want in life. And that's going to come with exploring people. Yeah. So that's why I say, I think 30. <laughs> By 30, I would hope you would have learned, you would have done what you mm-hmm. needed to do. And you're ready to actually settle down. Or at least if not settle down, at least should be like no just know what you're looking for yes even if you're not trying to be in a relationship just at least have gotten all that out the way and are ready just to be a genuine person yeah yeah is there a difference between hoeing around and someone that is healed but they just have suitors here and there i wouldn't count that as hoish behavior Mm -hmm. but I just say you just have to be careful with whatever decision you decide to go to because there's always another person. And even though y'all might have initially agreed on something, feelings do happen. Feelings do change. Mm-hmm. So I would just say be very mindful and careful about that person that you're choosing to meet those needs for you. Yeah. I also think that... I was, like, again, I don't want to shame anybody, um, but... If you cannot remember the names of the people you have Yikes. engaged with, it, or you cannot remember how many people you've slept with in the last six months, your time frame, that's a problem. No. That's a problem. Um, you're just, at that point, you're just letting any and everybody in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Um, and I, I would I say this, well, you probably need to go seek some type of help. Because I know people are like casual sex is fine. I'm just I personally like for you yes, but for a lot of people it's not. Yeah, it it does not work well for a lot of people. My question for people that are like casual sex is fine. Like what like mindset are you in now? Like phase of your life 
And are you having casual sex because you're trying to fill a void or you're trying to avoid something? Or are you having casual sex because you're just choosing to do this? And I, I feel like most of the... Yes, there is a difference. And unfortunately, most of the people fit into the I'm trying to fill a void category. Or I'm trying to avoid emotionally connecting with anybody because I can't emotionally connect with myself, right? Yeah, but I feel like people are going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. I feel like a lot of people get very defensive because they're thinking you're automatically trying to attack them. And it's mm-hmm. not people trying to attack you. It's just that people can see that something is not right. And rather than you being honest with yourself... Yeah. And dealing with those issues, you lie and say, oh, no, I just want to do what I want to do. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why you're trying to put me in a box. It's not you trying to put you in a box. It's just that you, you put yourself in a box because this is the <laughs> only way you know how to process things. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's concerning. It, yes. <laughs> and I just, uh, I just, like, again, I guess what it's saying is I don't want to judge individuals, but sometimes people have to say things in love to you because. So you can see it. So you can see it. Um, because sometimes when we're in the midst of our mess, no matter what team you're on, team, like, mm-hmm. I'm casual sex or team, I'm from relationship to relationship, like, I, like mm-hmm. or trying to find a relationship to relationship, that was me, like, or whatever it is, um, you, there's something, like, you're not, you just, I feel like there comes a point where you have to really look at yourself, and you're like, is this a behavior I want to continue continue on. and i want to well i want people to describe me with this adjective in terms of my love life yeah like, an, like a stranger like somebody who doesn't really know you like an acquaintance somebody who doesn't really know you super well super intimately but they know enough about you mm-hmm. how would an acquaintance describe your love life mm, that's interesting very interesting mm-hmm. Mine is nothing at the moment, but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying, like, I feel like we need to yeah. think about that. It's not like we should yeah, be overly concerned with how other others think of us, but like mm. really somebody who really doesn't know you that well but knows you enough, like like a coworker. Yeah. But like if a coworker can see that there's an issue and like that's say a pretty that's a problem. <laughs> if your hairdresser can see that there's an issue, that's a problem. You only see her once a month every six weeks. Like why is she like your nail lady, like, if they can see that, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Like, why are so many people coming in and out of your life? That's not all thing. It's not. Well, no, we talked about, like, physically using our bodies to hoe around. But do you feel like you can do that emotionally? Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've done that emotionally. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. I mm-hmm. have. And that's just because for me personally... Being emotional with somebody is very easy. And it's, sometimes it's, I'm not even asking to be emotionally connected with the person. They just get attached to me. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what do I want to do with this kind of energy? Do I want to sit here and actually get to know this person and develop some type of relationship with this person? Or do I just want to get what I want? And it's not, I feel like it's easier to, for me personally, to emotionally manipulate because I've done that in the past and I, I would not recommend doing either option <laughs> physically emotionally don't together don't do any of the three don't elect them whatsoever <laughs> just cut cut <laughs> but you're very like in tune with your emotions mm-hmm. so that was it was it's very interesting for me to hear that you can emotionally like hoe around because I've only done that physically. Well, I'll say I've only like I feel like emotionally kind of like. Okay, that I don't. That's maybe too new. Okay, look, I'm trying to go back. I'm trying to pick. I feel like the one time I actually was trying to physically make myself feel better while also trying to somehow emotionally connect to this person was when I was in a very low place in um college and i just manifested for a distraction and i literally got that <laughs> very quickly and it was very interesting because that's I've, I've never done that before and the the person that i guess i, I could call them the distraction it's as if she was in a bad place too which is why we kind of just like connected on that level 
but she was trying to kind of like develop. I could tell she was wanting. Yeah, we were, you know, having whatever fun, but she she was kind of wanting to me to be some kind of emotional support for her. And I just did not have that capacity, nor did I want to do that. Yeah. But I just kind of played around with it because I still wanted her attention. So it was kind of like a cat and mouse game. It, yeah. I just don't. It's just it's just a waste of time. Nobody benefited from that situation. A waste of energy. That and it's just. It just gets to a point where you have to learn how to cope with your pain in a healthier way. So, don't do either or. It's not. Do you feel like one is worse than the other? I feel like emotional, for me, is worse because when you're emotionally connected to a person, I feel like you have more access to that person because it's not just their body per se but it's like their their mind how they act how they function like you get a good idea of how how that person is so it's easier to manipulate that person yeah so i i definitely would say emotionally uh hoeing is, is worse you know even though I've, I've only physically hold around i would have to agree with you because after i got that physical need met i would feel very lonely <laughs> And it's like that loneliness feeling hurt way more than just someone has just came and give me what I wanted and left. Like, that didn't bother me as much. It didn't make me feel, like, used, like, that someone had used my body or anything. But emotionally, it really, like, messed with me in a way. Because I would just feel so lonely afterwards. So... Mm -hmm. Emotions do kind of hurt more. What's that saying? Um, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is not true. Not true. Words do hurt. <laughs> words low-key hurt more than like physical pain sometimes. <laughs> Those words do hurt. Yeah. I think my issue was like emotionally, I'm a daydreamer. And so I'm just like, oh, like this person like I'm talking to, like we're going to. You just see your whole um, life together. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so I get attached very quickly. And, like, these guys, like, <laughs> like, we're talking or whatever. And they will be, like, Coco's for days. Or, like, flick on our plans. Or whatever. And I think it has made me very, un um, like, emotionally unavailable to people. Like, I have a very hard time being um, soft and vulnerable. Um, and so I think, like taking that time and looking at like whatever season of that life it was whether it was an emotional season or like a physical season like looking and saying like okay was it like what can you learn out of this instead of just be like well you know it happened but like what can you glean from this and like say okay this is what i will change this is what i absolutely will not do yeah please learn from mm -hmm. if if that is a direction you've taken your life in like don't feel bad about it. Learn from it. Yeah. Really sit with yourself and just ask yourself what would you have done differently in that situation and just move forward with that information. Mm -hmm. You cannot, like, if you feel like you need help, see a therapist, talk to a priest, a pastor, I don't know, whoever you feel most comfortable talking to. Um, whether it's an emotional or a physical issue, um, but I have to agree with you. Like, you have to move on from it. You can't change what you already did. So, mm -hmm. you don't want to sit there and dwell in um, guilt and whatnot. So you, mm -hmm. you did what you did. Keep it. Figure out a way to be a better person and don't do what you did again. <laughs> really? Or, yeah. Yeah, because guilt will eat you up alive and it will steal any further joy you have in life. Mm -hmm. So, like, feel it for a moment, but don't marinate in it. Yeah, don't dwell in it. And if you're unsure of how to do that, please go see a therapist, counselor, or somebody. <laughs> somebody that can help you regulate and understand your emotions better. I think an interesting question I have because I've never had a whole phase and I don't ever plan on having a whole phase. But <laughs> <laughs> what are, what are the pros and cons of a whole phase? 
the probe with <laughs> outside. <laughs> and I'm asking this question. Are you talking about a physical hold stage? Yes. Because I feel like a lot of people, of course, always talk about, you know, the the bad because there's not really a lot of good things tied to it. Yeah. But I've never I've never heard anybody ask that question. <laughs> What are the good things? Um, like at least just like maybe one or two things outside of. There isn't. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of one really good thing from it. It's a feeling that lasts for just that moment. But other than that, I, mean, I don't. I don't know what other good could come from it. Interesting. I can never see somebody rationally giving an actual, like seriously giving an actual <laughs> reason. Like there's nothing. I'm curious, like, if y'all listening to this and y'all literally have a, a, a good response, please put it, send an email, something, put it in, like, the in our comments. I might do a poll. I might do a little poll. Like, make sure y'all answer it. Because I feel like people out there have different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really curious on somebody who might think differently from anything we've all said. Yeah. So if you feel different, like, oh, no, you can hold and heal. Please like let let me see let me let me figure out how you how you function as a person where you where, how you were um, coming to that conclusion because I just find it very interesting. Uh yeah. <laughs> I also think from the emotional side, I don't think you can do that. Like um, there's no emotional there's no benefit of emotionally like investing yourself into several people in a short period of time or for a long period of time. Several mm. people like there's no benefit in that. All you're getting is like little pieces of you chipped away at. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. That is true. This is Don't do that. True. They're both not worth it in the long run. It's not. <laughs> yes, maybe I want to use a dream of her life with people now. <laughs> I really feel like I'm starting to get to a point where like you're gonna have to hit me over the head to let me hear me. Because I just don't. I don't get it. I just. I'm just always ex- like expected to be disappointed. I think it's interesting because I've never been a person who needed somebody's attention to that extent. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I had my insecurities and, you know, I wanted attention in certain ways, but I never wanted it that bad to where I kind of just chased after it. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like there's been moments in my life where I really wanted somebody or I, I was very adamant about a person. So I went after them, even though they were not available. That was not good either. Don't do that. <laughs> But I, I guess I've just never been in that situation where I, I just needed that person that I just did what I wanted to do. Like, I've never been in that situation. Mm-hmm. I think also looking back at like high school, college, middle school, like, like I was like, it's been a recurring theme for me to emotionally invest into someone. Um, and I'm just like, wow. You would literally sit up at 1 a.m. in college waiting for this guy to text you back. Oh, because no. <laughs> he was supposed to go, y'all were supposed to go and get food at like 8 o'clock. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, like, that meme of like Homer Simpson like on the phone, like, yeah. like, like right up on top of the phone. Yeah. And I, that was me. And I'm just like, now I'm going to sleep. <laughs> if you miss me, that's the If you miss me, you miss me. Oh, I just like, I, uh uh-uh. I don't have a time for that. And I think that, like what Tiara said at the beginning, like when you continually emotionally or physically invest yourself elsewhere, repeat, 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 like you don't, you're actually not making yourself in any shape or form a better person and you're not making yourself available to a good person either. You can, you can smell a bad person from a mile away if you are really sitting with yourself and you're discerning and you're actually listening to what they say and watching what they do. You can, my mom always told me that. And I actually feel like I'm old enough now to understand. To understand it. Mm-hmm. She's right. You can tell. You can do. You can figure it out pretty quickly. You can. I think sometimes people can smell it and they still choose to engage with that person because, <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason. But I feel like sometimes either you ignore the red flags and you see it, or you just you just don't care. You just like you know what. I'm gonna do what I want to do. I don't care how the the outcome is. And I'm a, I'm a, the type of person that. I kind of have to see it from the forefront. I can't do a decision and then think about the consequences. Like, I have to think about the consequences and then, like, okay. Yeah, this is probably not be a good decision, but okay, I can at least do this and this and this. Whereas, rather than doing it, like, okay, how did I... I, I, That's just not how I'm I'm functioning. Like, I can't... It's very weird for me to kind of flip the two. Yeah. 
I have to touch the fire to see if it's hot. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but I've gotten I've gotten better. Some things I'm like, okay, I know that's bad. But sometimes that's just how it is with me. I, I have to see for myself. Someone can tell me, but if I'm set on doing it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Whatever happens, just happens. <laughs> I feel like there, there's a good and a bad place for that because mm-hmm. at least you've done it. There's no what ifs. There, you you yeah, see what it is, is. Yeah. rather than like okay, I should, what if this could have? What mm-hmm. what what if I would have done this and this? But it's also kind of like okay, you could have avoided that. You put yourself in some mess that you didn't have to be in yes. because you wanted <laughs> yes. to see what the hype was about. <laughs> yes. So it's just kind of like. <laughs> You gotta pick and choose when you want to do that. Yes, <laughs> I've gotten better at that. The older I've gotten, of picking and choosing what I'm gonna have that mindset of. I'm just gonna do it with. A hard hand makes a soft ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've definitely been there before too. <laughs> I'm like oh, you know, like it's all red flags are up. It's just like going, 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 mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow. <laughs> wow, like he's not emotionally available. <laughs> I'm just like, let's go for it. Wow, he really does not deep down seem to like you. Let's go for it, Alana. And I realize that. And I'm just like, man. I'm like, I really don't like people that like me. Oh, wow. Interesting. And it's just like, I have to like make them like me. Like oh. want to like be with me is like the trend I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, or want to be around me. And it's like, if there's somebody else in the picture, I will try 10 times harder to make you like me. And I've oh, done this before. No. And it's like you're talking to somebody else, and I'm just like, oh. And it's just wild. And I had to sit with myself recently. I was like, that is. I'm like, you need to go see a therapist. <laughs> because that's wild behavior. But at least you've acknowledged that. You know, okay. Because some people I feel like wouldn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they would just continue to do what they do, thinking, like, okay, why is it not working? Like, yeah. But you, you know. You keep doing this thing. You, you know that you're, the, you're part of the problem, but you don't want to admit you're the problem. So it's just kind of like, well. That's insanity. It, it Doing is. something over and over again, expecting the same result, a different result. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. But I will say though, I, I, it's not that I've tried harder for somebody that I knew that was not available. I think it was just me just being stupid. <laughs> it's just me liking that person so much. Like, you know what? Let me see what I can do. Because there was this one time, I guess I did all my dumb stuff in either college or elementary. There was no. <laughs> but it was, this, it, was, it was this girl I really liked. And I knew she was in a relationship, but I didn't care. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make my move. I w- it was so bold that <laughs> I asked this girl to go to dinner with me. <laughs> the I told my okay, a mutual friend of mine and her boyfriend went out with me and a mutual friend of uh, of mine. Think. That don't make sense. Okay, let me re- let me remind that. So wait, okay, so me, so I wait. That didn't make sense. Doing the math. So I went out to to eat with a friend of mine and her mutual friend and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And the mutual friend's boyfriend was actually best friends with the girl's boyfriend that I liked. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That sounds like a messy situation. You're <laughs> trying to put yourself uh-huh. in. But it ended. Up, it didn't end up going anywhere. But like. That was definitely a time I feel like I was trying to get this girl to emotionally cheat. And it's just like, you stop. Stop. Let's stop it. Goodness. Lauren. It worked like that Look, I've learned. I, I, I'm over that phase in my life. <laughs> Never doing that again. <laughs> Never doing that again. But it, it wasn't me just one. It just, I think it was just a challenge. And I was just in that phase where I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Because I was just, I was, that was like that phase where I kind of just like actually came out. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me see. What do I do with this? Yeah. Stuff. This is what do I do with this information? What do I do with these feelings? So I was just doing dumb stuff. <laughs> but don't, yeah, don't do that, y'all. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes you have to do dumb stuff to learn. Don't do dumb stuff and make permanent life decisions by doing those dumb things. But there was nothing for me to learn out of that situation. <laughs> so, like I already, I'm smart enough to know that don't do that. But I'm yeah. like, I'm also, <laughs> you also know what you're doing, but you knew that what you were doing was wrong. I know. I'm like, why is girl not going out? I'm like, <laughs> she in a relationship, duh. <laughs> but a lot of what you were saying, 
how it's like someone else has to be in the picture for you to like want that person no no, no. it's not or, for me to want them uh-huh. but like if there is somebody else who's entertaining or they're like i'm still dating you're seeing other people mm-hmm. <laughs> i lace my shoes up like i'm ready to go and prove okay. like why i should be the first choice mm-hmm. like um, okay, okay. and i've done that multiple times and i think about it my ex like that's how our relationship started out town mm-hmm. Um, because I asked him, he's like, yeah, I, like, you were cool, like, mm-hmm. like, I, like, once we were dating for a while, he was like, but it took me a while to, like, like, you, to grow on me and, like, drop other people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And so it's just like, I don't know, I feel like I, I told you guys before, like, I've been, like, really happy and then crying, I think it's just, like, when you're realizing certain things mm-hmm. of, like, yeah. how I was just, like, I didn't protect me in terms mm-hmm. of, like, emotionally, um, but... Yeah, that's uh, that's something I've realized is that I don't like people that are emotionally available. <laughs> I'm quite the opposite. And I have a very hard time being emotionally available with other people. That's mm-hmm. my issue. I I have a hard time being emotionally available. I've gotten better at it though. But mm-hmm. in the past people are very like emotionally available towards me for whatever <laughs> reason. And I don't understand it cuz I'm just like my emotions, all of them are turned off right now. I don't understand what you're saying to me. But I'm, I wasn't a person where if someone else was in the picture, I just, I didn't care. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you have a girlfriend, I'm going to move on. <laughs> like, that's yeah. cool. But people just gravitate towards me. And people will, I guess they feel very comfortable talking to me. So they'll tell me things. Like just very like vulnerably <laughs> open things and I'm just like okay cool I met you two days ago like I don't know what to do with this information <laughs> like you're not like your best friends right <laughs> and even like with people that that's why doing casual has become difficult for me because when I have sex with somebody and the after effects of it, the cuddling, the kissing, all that, people will like literally tell me their whole life story. And <laughs> it freaks me out. To to do. No, it's not. <laughs> and it freaks me out. And that's always happened to me. Like with every, not with every single person, but people that I've been like consistent, like have had a consistent situation with, eventually they're going to like open up to me and be very vulnerable towards me. And I'm like, I'm just here for this. I'm not here for the talking. The, I'm not here for that. So. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to put myself in that position. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't do the casual. I can't. I can't either. I'm like. I'm like. I also go for the jugular. I'm just like. <laughs> so. You can get married. <laughs> oh my like not to me, but like is marriage on even on the horizon isn't up for you. Uh-huh. Because like for me personally, it's like if I'm spending time and trying to seriously date you, mm-hmm. we need to talk about marriage. It's gonna have to come up. It's gonna have to come up. And if it's on the first date, it's on the first date. Because <laughs> I need to know do you believe in marriage? But no, I think that that's a that's a good thing to talk about. Because I know a lot of people nowadays either don't want to get married or they're just not on that path. They're not ready ready for that. So I think Well they're just like we can be spiritually. Hmm. As soon as you say that, I'm like, let's just talk as friends and we can go our separate ways after yeah. this little coffee date. Mm-hmm. Because I just I feel like as women you need to go for the jugular, you need to know what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. And so you're not wasting your time. time. I'm not asking you to propose to me right. at all, but I'm also like, where's your head at? If where is your head at? If you're if you're very uncomfortable with answering simple questions, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's just time to. You're not ready, and clearly, I'm wanting something that you're not wanting. Yeah. So, I'm if not you can't ready. answer what you do for a living, I create. <laughs> I run mm-hmm. a business. <laughs> What's what the business? What industry are you in? How long have we been doing? What's your website so I can look at it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm you got a business card. I mean, you don't need to tell me where you work, but you can at least say, I work in me. For me. I work in advertising and right. consumer packaged goods, and I've been doing it for the last two and a half years. Yeah. And I'm looking to go to law school in the next year. Whatever it is, you don't need to tell a person your whole life so that we can track you down. It's a summary. But, like, something. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I feel like people don't know themselves well enough to even, um, because dating is almost like advertising yourself. Mm-hmm. It is. People don't know themselves well enough to advertise themselves in a way that is not false. Well, get somewhere to sit down. <laughs> get somewhere to sit down <laughs> until you can figure out how to advertise yourself. <laughs> Like for real, like I'm not. No, like if you have hesitation of answering, where do you see yourself in five years? That means, sorry, if you're a man and you don't have a five year plan, to me that means that you you can't lead me. <laughs> if you're just saying you're a traditional male, you cannot lead, lead an alpha male, quote unquote. You absolutely cannot lead me if you don't have a five year plan. It doesn't mean that everything was going to happen, but you right. at least have a vision and you have some things in place Something. that you plan to put together. Yeah. Something. People <laughs> need to ask better first date questions. Yes. They do. What's your favorite color is not... Financial questions. Right. For, me, for me, that's going to be a, a big one. Like, a, like just <laughs> ask, like, you should sprinkle it in, but, like, for real, go for the jugular yeah. on your first date. If you're that's, trying that's to seriously date... In credit score, like, in, really... Yeah. If there's a um in a being a long term relationship or work towards marriage, like you're dating for marriage mm-hmm. or dating for a long term relationship or companion, you need to go like ask the questions. On Are you first a, that first date or that second date? Do you feel you're in an actual position to date? Mm-hmm. Like What is your definition of dating? <laughs> and if they're like oh Is there anyone oh, that believes they are dating you right now? Yes. Oh yes. If you have children, how old are your children? How many baby mamas, how many fathers do you have? Because yes. I will not date. If you have a newborn, you should not be a no, 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 no. That was a red banner. No, no. If there's a newborn in the picture, I would just no. get up and leave. I would, if it's enough for a baby coming in, I was walk out like I didn't see you. And then, like, um, <laughs> but like, there's so many and different I'm questions. Out. It's just like how I you have to be comfortable. Just saying whatever. You just gotta, you have to practice it. If you have practice it with your homegirls, practice it with your homegirls before you go. Also, please don't go on a date and not send your friend or your sister or somebody where you're going, what time. And if you met somebody on this app, a picture of that person. See, I'm bad with that. Because I I don't know what it is about me, like, being secretive about things, but... You gotta tell somebody. Somebody, at least one person. person. Send them, send them all the information. Send them where you're going, what time, what the person looks like, oh, when yeah. you're gonna be home, mm-hmm. what time you're gonna text or call them. Please be safe. People out here are crazy. I know they're crazy. I'm horrible <laughs> I feel like you also have to ask the same question in multiple different ways, mm-hmm. like. Are you dating someone? Is, is someone there, dating you? Yes. Is there anybody out there <laughs> are that thinks they are dating you? Are you talking to somebody? Do you like, have any children? Do your children live with you? But people How still many children lie. It's like you have to do a background check on people before you go and date. Because the people still lie. Like, no, I don't have kids. They have three children. That's why you Google people. Because you can find divorce records, children. Oh, yeah, you can. Facebook profiles, Instagram profiles. And when you tell me no, I'm just going to screenshot what I said and block you. <laughs> We didn't even make it to a date if I found out some stuff. Exactly. Yeah, don't lie. Please, lying is an automatic way to never talk to me ever again. Mm-mm. Do not lie. Because if, if you lie and I find out, I'm not even going to tell you I found out. I'm just going to ghost. I'm going to send you a screenshot at least let you know why I blocked you. I'm just being nice and that. I know this is random, but I had... Um, I blocked this guy. I was kind of... I wouldn't even say we were dating. We were just having sex. And I had blocked him because of a comment he had made the last time we had been together. And somehow he like either texted my phone number because I blocked him either on an app or my phone number. But it wasn't both things. And he had messaged me. He was like, hey, I want to see you again. Why'd you block me? And I was like, oh, you no <laughs> that's literally what i texted him back and i blocked him on whatever that was that he messaged me on <laughs> he, needs, he needs to go sit with himself and figure out why i blocked him i'm not gonna tell people why <laughs> I, okay i would have told him why because maybe he really didn't see that as a problem sadly unfortunately he made a, a colorist comment that's all i will say that he did and I did not Oop, enjoy that's that. A, that's a, another thing. It's like mm-hmm. listening to how they talk about other mm-hmm. people. 
um, other women. Other women. Because if I, I found out say, you don't like women, that, that you're just not. For me, yeah. and it's very obvious how people speak about women, females. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, she, um, I hate the thing, like, well, you always know he's a good man based on how he treats his mother. That's his mother. Right. How, how does he, he treat, treat other women? How does he treat other women? How does he treat his female coworkers? How does mm-hmm. he treat the ladies at the grocery store? Like, mm-hmm. how does he, like, that matters. And the same thing for a man. Like, how does she talk to a random man? Mm-hmm. How does she talk to somebody who, like, you know, same thing. Like, mm-hmm. how do they treat other human beings? How do they treat others? <laughs> That's a good sign of how they're going to treat you. Be real observant before you get committed. Yes, please. Make sure you're looking for the red flags. And not just because you're trying to point out every bad thing in a person, because nobody's perfect. But you're you're figuring out who works with you and who works um, that Mm -hmm. is a good partner for you to go through life with. That's what you're looking for. That's what Mm -hmm. people should be looking for. Not someone to just have kids with, not someone that can take care of them. Who compliments you to wake up every day and choose them to go through life with? And you yeah. have similar values and similar vision. Mm-hmm. But I cannot stand when people are like, sorry, um, where was my thought? It went away. <laughs> um, I, I just can't stand it when people are like, um, if, you, if you're dating someone for a period of time, like let's say three months, they should be comfortable with meeting one of your friends or one of your family members. Okay, how... What's the time frame for meeting friends? What's the time frame for meeting family members? Because I know those are two different Those are two different time frames. Three months, three to four months for meeting friends, in mm-hmm. my opinion. We need to be committed. I would say about eight, like, really committed. And, you know, have <laughs> worked through arguments. Like, we need to be committed <laughs> before you meet my family. And that's just, like, the honest truth. Like, it's going to be probably... I mean, I think I would tell my parents I'm seeing someone, but, like, mm-hmm. introducing you... We have to be serious. We have to be serious. Okay, okay. I'm you would probably meet my sister before you met my parents, because I need somebody to be like, oh, no. To, to or, help or, like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> you probably meet my sister before I meet my parents. Like, for me, I, it's... I, I'm sorry for everybody. Whoever that person is, I'm sorry. I'm just going to pre-apologize, but... <laughs> I already know I'm going to have to give a disclaimer because friends that that's gonna be piece that's gonna be real easy. Yeah, like I, I think three four months is fine. Um, family, I would say something real casual though for friends. Yeah, at least a, ten months to a year, and that, and that's just because I know how I am. But I'm not about to sit here and go through a whole crazy scene with my family knowing this person is not not serious about you. Yeah. Like, are you worth the the mess I'm about to be in? <laughs> that we both about to be in because, <laughs> and I say mess just because y'all get it. If, y- if y'all are in the the LGBT plus community, you understand how it is. You have parents who aren't okay with what you know how you feel about certain things. But mm-hmm. so bringing them to meet your partner is very different. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, yes, <laughs> I agree with those time frames. I agree with the year. It, I have to see you all four seasons. I have to understand who you are and from January to December before you can meet my family. Because I think I'm also not scarred, but I have a cousin that literally brings... Um, she brings a new girl to Thanksgiving or to Christmas every year. And they're three weeks apart. They're three weeks yes. apart. Oh. Yes. Sometimes and sometimes it is a different girl. Sometimes it's the same girl. But when it's a different girl, I'm just like, <laughs> what happened between Thanksgiving and Christmas? If you, if you lost count of how many people it is. Oh, yeah. I've definitely lost count. I've definitely lost count. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> Can't even tell you how many women have been in and out of our home due to my cousin just... Serial dating? Or I don't even know if these people are dating or not. If these are just situationships, do not. If we're situated, we're not bringing you home. <laughs> you don't need to. I feel like meeting your family is a privilege, yes. and not everybody deserves to meet mm-hmm. your family. That that's not. That's very true. No, that that's not something that everybody deserves. So if we just messing around, if we just if I'm just starting to get to know you, no you're not coming home. And I don't want to come to your family either. No, do not. <laughs> if someone drove me up to their parents' house and we're like four or five months into dating, I'd be like, take me home. 
we have a conversation because I'm sure that person would have said, "Hey, you know, you want to come? No. I'm, I don't want to come for this reason. Not because I don't want to meet your family. Not because I'm trying to hide you. But it's just that." We're just still at the very, very fresh, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get comfortable with your family and something happens to where we need to be a few arguments and <laughs> like we need to have like we need to have a little wear and tear like we need to have, be a few arguments and I need to see you mad you need to see me mad no that's true though we need yeah. to like have some form of miscommunication like mm-hmm. we need to actually be a couple mm-hmm. before because that's so so fresh you're in that puppy dog like ugh. but like <laughs> I just like I want to be. You know, I think as a grown adult, it's different because as a teenager or like in your college and you're dating your parents, are like they do still have a say over like when you meet that person when they meet that person. As a grown adult, I I, my mom listens to this podcast and we can talk about this later because I know you're gonna ask. Going on a date or I've been dating this person the last few months. If it keeps going in the right direction, I will introduce you guys to him. I my my roommate, um, his boyfriend's family. They still have not met him yet but you've been in there what like a year yeah but now you finna figure out why they haven't met him yet <laughs> um before they started dating maybe like um, a couple months before they started dating they my um my friend went to pick him up and he had told his family about my friend and when he went to pick him up, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to say his name. So <laughs> that's why he keep When he went to pick him up for the airport, his family followed him out <laughs> to his car so they could try to see who he's been talking to. Mm-mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. So. And he's just like, you know, I've taken a lot of people to be my family before. I just know that this relationship is different. And I don't want to make those same, like, mistakes. Mm-hmm. And also, his family is very nosy. Mm-hmm. So, that is why. <laughs> but that story, I was just like, not they followed you. That's great. That's insane. Wait, they followed him in a car? They didn't follow him in the car. They followed him going to his car. Like, so he went to pick him up from the airport. And they followed him out of the house, out of the the airport because they they were going. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> okay, I mean it's a detail. Okay, I can get the gist. <laughs> so that's wild. That's wild. Um, so I guess like any closing remarks, any tips on I guess when you're ready to date or on how to heal from emotional or physical hold'em. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my my thing is go to therapy because I started going to therapy after a very long situationship and I feel like I needed to go through that last situationship I went through in order to really be like, okay, I do need some help in being emotionally available and not just using my body to cover up problems. Guess mm-hmm. my only my question. Um, I think if you were emo- an emotional person and that you attach to people or try to prove your worth, like me, really sit with yourself and unpack that. Possibly go to therapy, but really just maybe it, set boundaries with yourself and others, but also set expectations with yourself, and that. And just be honest where you are in that moment, what you can and can't handle. And um, uh, have people in your corner that really do care about you and value you, but also value yourself. So that that would be my tips. And just be honest if you're hurting. Like every life is hard. <laughs> life yeah. look, life is not easy, but just acknowledge where you are once again and just really be patient with yourself. For sure. Well, this is an interesting topic. I'm glad we did something a little bit more controversial. So if you have any thoughts, please drop them in our Instagram comments when we post. Um, at State of Us Pod, State of Us underscore pod, excuse me. Please be sure to tune back in um, for our content coming out in 
May, and we'll make sure to have some more content for you guys on Instagram. That's more down to earth. Hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. State of us. Tune in and stay with us as we discuss all these crazy things. Hope you enjoy all of what we bring. Ooh, baby. Stay. Stay